Welcome to the Dare to Care podcast, brought to you by HR Culture. And now here's your host, Susan Judd. Hi listeners, and thank you for joining me today. I wanted to start today's podcast with a quote. Many years ago, a celebrity of the time said, the youth of today love luxury. They have bad manners and contempt for authority. They no longer rise when their elders enter the room. They contradict their parents and tyrannize their teachers. And so I'm wondering today, listeners, if you're thinking about who this celebrity of the time may have been and when indeed they may have said it. I asked an employer only earlier this week how long ago they thought it may have been said and their estimation was perhaps it was about 25 years ago. It might surprise you to hear that this quote was made by the ancient Greek philosopher Socrates, who lived between the years of 406 BC to 399 BC. And it's recorded that he said this about 410 BC. So this quote provides us with some real perspective across the issue of generational differences and the expectations and insights into the challenges that older generations have and have struggled with younger generations and their thoughts, attitudes and behaviours for at least 2,500 years that we, that we know of. This also provides us with a lot of hope because whilst the world is a beautiful mess, it's also a place of growth, change and opportunity. And with this hope, change and opportunity in our minds, I'd like to introduce you to my guest today. So today I have with me Jessie Myers. Hello, Miss Jessie. Hello. Now, Miss Jessie is a dance teacher with the fabulous Port Macquarie Performing Arts. Jessie is also an entrepreneur and founder of her own business, Project Goddess. I'll let her tell us about Project Goddess in a minute. And she belongs to our Generation Y group, born between the years of 1980 to 1997. And in Jessie's role as a dance teacher she and a business owner of Project Goddess, she gets exposure to lots of Generation Zs, young people who are currently navigating high school. And she's a real influencer in, and role model to those, those Gen Zs and her dance students. So I thought Jessie would have some really interesting and unique insights to share with us about her personal experiences and her perceptions regarding, regarding the modern workplace through her understanding and interactions with the Gen Zs that she deals with her students and her customers. So a warm welcome to you, Miss Jessie, and thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> we'll get started, Jessie, before I start asking you my five questions. We'll get, um, we'll get started with you giving us a bit of a background. <laughs> no worries. Um, so yeah, I've been in the workplace for about nine years. Um, my very first job was as a professional dancer, um, my first contract overseas. So that was an um, interesting and exciting, um, uh, what's that called? <laughs> Journey. <laughs> Journey into the workplace, start to the workplace. Um, Can you tell me where you were overseas? Um, I was in the Mediterranean and South Africa. Wow. So yeah. that's really mind-blowing when you first finish school and off you go into the world of dance. Yeah, first time overseas by myself, off yeah. I go. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was. I definitely learned a lot from the experience. So yeah. it was a good one um, in the end. And then I came home from that and I started working um, in gyms and I currently work at um, as a dance teacher at Port Macquarie Performing Arts, as Susan said. And... Um, I also work at a gym, a local gym called Your Life Fitness Centre, um, and I'm also a nutritional medicine practitioner. So that's where um, my own business, Project Goddess, comes into it as well. Um, so through that, I'm trying to empower young people to um, be healthy, basically. 
Excellent. It sounds like you're really busy. Yes, I'm super busy. On top of that, I'm um, completing an honours degree in complementary medicine through um, University of Tasmania. So um, it's a big juggle, but it's good. So even that, just the, even that whole um, study through the University of Tasmania means that you have to be have have to find time and be disciplined to get what you need to do done to do that. Yeah, definitely. That and it's all online, so it's all self motivated. But um, that's that's me that's why that's I can it. do these things because I have that motivation that self-motivation so it's a good thing good thing excellent so we're going to thank you for sharing we're going to get started into um, asking you the five the five specific questions for um, it, all about your uh, experiences and perceptions of today's workplace so the first um, the first question I want to pose to you today is I want to ask you about workplace challenges as a member of generation Y and being in your mid to late 20s, a business owner and also an employee, what are some of the key challenges that you experience in the workplace? Yeah, well, for me personally, I have uh, my eggs in a whole lot of heap of different baskets. So it's finding that work-life balance. I've got much better at it this year, but um, that's been my biggest challenge. Um, I have my two main jobs, which was is the dance teaching and um, at the gym. I am very invested in them equally. I love them both. So it's really hard to choose between the two. Um, and sometimes I can be doing a lot of things but not necessarily be very good at doing a lot of things. Mm. Um, but I found it's much better to kind of really try and focus on one thing at a time so I can be really good at that one thing. Um, but it also does work out really well for me because I get bored very easily. Um, so having that variety in my workplace does work out really well for me and it keeps me keeps me in enthralled. Okay, and engaged. And so engaged, you clearly yes. like lots of variety, right? I do like lots of variety, definitely. It does sound like, though, some of the skills or the challenges that you experience are time-based. Yeah. Is it time management? I or mean, is it more like stop working because I really need to de-stress and de you know, kind of relax. Yeah, it's probably more I can be a bit of a workaholic. Right, okay. <laughs> so it's probably more just stop working, but... Um, I do like work as well. Yeah. And do, do you find, you know, that variety that you've got, all of those jobs and things that you're doing, do you find that common in people, that you, other people that you know? I think of your of kind of that Gen Y? Yeah, I think not necessarily in terms of different kind of jobs, like being employed by lots of people, but I do think we kind of have that, this social media technology thing where a lot of people are trying to go out and start their own little businesses and be entrepreneurs, which I think is really good. So I think that's really allowed people to have that extra on the side type thing like I have. Mm. Um, to be, so people are juggling that extra thing. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. So let's take a look at the flip side. Tell us about what you believe or feel have been your best experiences in the workplace in the, you know, kind of the nine years you've been in the workplace. Yeah. I think the best thing for me is the connections that you make. Um, I think like especially at the dance studio, the girls um, that I teach dancing with are some of my best friends who I hang out with outside of work. So um, it's that sense of belonging and we're all striving for that one common goal. So it's really nice to work together as a team. Um, so that's probably my favourite thing about the workplace is building those connections. Awesome, because we know that... Um, we know that our, our research into workplaces and productive workplaces are all about human connection. Yep. So more the, the, the more connection we have with the people in our team, and you've got students that you are now connected with as well, Definitely. the more we are engaged and um, 
I guess, taking ownership and buy-in in the workplace. Yeah, definitely. So, okay, fabulous. Yeah. So I really feel, Jesse, that you might have a unique perspective about the idea of expectations of different groups or stakeholders in the workplace. As a member of Gen Y and as a teacher and influencer of Gen Z, I think you're probably really well positioned to see multiple perspectives around the expectations of those different groups. Um, being the employers of Gen Zs who are coming up into our workplaces, as well as expectations from their perspective, the millennials yeah. and Gen Zs. So if you don't mind, I want to discuss both sides. Okay. Um, firstly, as someone who's been in the workforce for you know about nine, roughly nine years, what do you think is, is important for our Gen Zs, our next gens, to be aware of in terms of things that employers expect in the workplace? Yeah, so I think the Gen Z, I mean, we all know my generation and the generation younger than me being that Gen Z is very into social media and technology. And what comes with that a lot of the time is that instant gratification um, through social media. Um, it's instant and constant all the time. And I think it's important to remember that that doesn't happen necessarily in the workplace. Um, and although you may think that promotions or pay rises or whatever that may be should come instantly, it doesn't necessarily happen and there is a lot of hard work that um, needs to go in behind that and you need to show that as well. So on the flip side of that, you have to really have the good communication skills to be able to sell yourself um, and really show that you've put in that hard work and ask for things like promotions and pay rises and things like that. But yeah, you do need to put in that hard work first. I think it's really important to um, know that that is expected of you and things don't just come easily. We can easily get something up on our phone in seconds. You can get likes on Instagram and Facebook in seconds and that instant feedback, but it doesn't happen person to person all the time. Yeah, it's actually interesting. It's an interesting comment, actually, because um, I've heard from lots of employers over the past decade that, and in particular, really recently in the last, say, three or four years, so now we're talking about Gen Z, is that they're coming into the workplace and they don't have the skills that you're talking about in terms of being able to make eye to eye, eye communication contact, yeah. and contact. Yeah. yeah. So where that these over the table conversations, these sitting beside one another and having conversations rather than the comfort of texting or Snapchatting or yeah. Instagramming information yeah. and communicating that way. So it's something that employers are really struggling with. Yeah, I don't think your employer will be very happy if they text you a pay rise or something like that. So, <laughs> and something that I hear all the time from employers yeah. is they text me when they're going to be sick. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, some employers are okay with it, and it depends on where your employer really sits exactly. with that as well. Yeah, um, some employers will be okay with that, but the typical older employer that I've met um, all over the country says to me that it, it, it really bothers them yeah. that. Um, that they use their phones to message in and they use their phone, they're always on their phones and they disappear for 20 minutes yeah. five times a day to go to the loo. Yeah. <laughs> but I, think, I think that does come with practice though and having that conversation. But you can also work it, like I know it's a hard thing to do and I've been there before, but what I've done in the past as well just as advice for those younger people that may really struggle for that communication because sometimes I struggle with it as mm. well is still have that sit-down meeting. But if you feel like you haven't got everything across that you wanted to get across, send a follow-up email with right, everything that you wanted to get across. It's like, just this is a follow-up. I know we've had a chat today, but 
just in case I missed anything, this is exactly everything. Just so you are really clear with that communication. So there is things around it as well that yeah. can work both ways. I love that idea. I love that insight because you it can be quite, if you're a young person sitting in across a table or having a conversation with a boss yeah. who is 30 years older than you, that, that can be quite scary. Very intimidating. It can be, yeah. <laughs> it can be quite scary. <laughs> and so it's not surprising that, people forget yeah. some of the things on their list Definitely. right because their their brain is kind of shutting down because they're nervous yeah. or anxious um so it's really important and i love that idea of the follow-up email to articulate and map out yeah. yes i this is what we discussed from my perspective this is what i understood these are a couple of things that got missed because yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've done it before. It a little bit stressed. Me, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, excellent. Excellent advice. Okay, so we're up to question four. Gee, time's flying. So from your perspective, Jesse, what do you believe or see as the critical skills our Gen Zs need to consider and build for the workplace of today and the future? Yeah, I think what we've been speaking about, the communication, is the biggest thing really. Um, if you're not communicating what you need or what you want changed or if you want a different role, then your boss is just going to think that everything is fine and everything is good. So it's really important to communicate what you need, otherwise they're going to think everything is fine. Um, and I think empathy is the other biggest one as well. So you really might think that your boss is doing nothing, but this is, <laughs> well, maybe not, but sometimes they're not always at work. And what Project Goddess has taught me, um, running my own business, is that there's so much work on that goes behind the scenes. So it's really important to remember that your boss is probably doing so much more than what you can actually see. Um, so just be aware of that. You're right on the money because empathy has been already identified as a critical skill worldwide yeah. for the modern workplace. Yeah. Right? That we have to have, that we have to be able to feel and be able to stand in the shoes of the other person definitely yeah. um, no matter what industry we're in yeah so you know where is this person coming from and being able to then understand their perspective and how they're feeling about something so that we can then give them the support they need yeah definitely mm. yeah great anything else that you can think of critical skills so I think it's really important to utilize the skills so this is um, from the perspective of the employer to the younger um, employee of yes they maybe want to be on their phone the whole time and go for 20 minute toilet breaks to look at their phone but maybe it's really important to look at that from a different um, perspective and utilize those skills so maybe your company doesn't have a running social media at the moment so use them to utilize those skills at work and get them to start running a um, successful um, social media account from utilizing mm. those skills yeah I think it's a real challenge for older employers um to it's just different exposure right they, they haven't had the same sort of technology exposure so it's something that i always encourage our gen x and our baby boomer employers to really have the perspective of what can i learn from this person yeah. today that i don't know what yeah. skills can they bring that are different to mine yeah so it's that kind of opportunity mindset yeah having an open mind in yeah. both ways the younger generation yeah. can learn so much from the older generation and the older generation can also learn so much from that younger generation as yeah 100 percent well. agree okay so fabulous so jesse best advice you might have for gen z who um, are preparing to enter our workplaces find their feet set their goals and start working on achieving their dreams what advice can you provide them about what you've learned so far 
Um, I think well, the best thing is to find a line of work that you actually really enjoy. Um, it's not going to be a good time for anyone if you don't like your work. Um, so make sure you're entering a workplace in which you enjoy. And if you don't enjoy the work um, that you're currently doing, maybe there's a different position within that workplace that you can look into, talk to your boss about it, about it communicate with your boss um, on different roles that might suit you. And yeah, really have that open line of communication is going to be the best advice that I could give and okay. be ready to learn. Awesome advice. And finally, do you have any kind of hopes and dreams for the future of our workplace? And I'm not sure if I positioned this particular question with you. So you've got that look of panic on your face. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I guess what, you know, kind of what would you like if you could had a crystal ball and you looked 10 years into the future, you know, kind of what, what kind of workplace would it be? Is that too hard for you to answer? No, that's okay. Um, I think... Well, very inclusive and open minds, really. I think the hardest thing between multi-generational workplaces is the resistance that you can sometimes get if people have different perspectives on things, um, have different ways of looking at things, so having um, that really open mindset. Um, and also a place where younger people feel like they have that confidence to stand up and speak for themselves and not feel intimidated by people mm. that might be older or have... Um, higher positions that then you like have that belief in yourself that you can um, openly communicate and communicate the things that you need from your it's, workplace. It's really good because, you know, what you're kind of talking about is have self-belief. Yeah, definitely. Um, and and really encouraging those old, the people that are older in the workplace because let's face it, time keeps moving on. Yeah. So in a decade's time, our baby boomers will pretty much be nearly all retired. Yeah. Uh, and then lucky me gen x's will be the elder statesman <laughs> not smart i just older <laughs> statesman of the of the workplace and maybe difficult to get along with challenging yeah. to get along with because um older generations tend to the evidence tells us that we tend to resist change a little bit we like things to stay as they are um and you know in in another decade's time or 15 years time gen y and gen z are going to be the workplace they and we've be, got yeah. alphas coming up younger than our gen z's yeah. they're all they're at 10 and under at the moment so they're going to be you know y z and alpha are going to be the engine room of our economy and our workplaces so we need to remain agile and flexible Definitely. in our thinking yeah and ask questions and engage with people yeah. um, around how they want to work what they need so yeah. that we can get the best out of them yeah it's having that listening type thing and I think um, Stacey actually does this really well she's one of my bosses um, at the dance school where she sits us down once a quarter and has a um, a feedback kind of review meeting with us and it it does give the feedback um, give the chance for her to give us feedback but it also gives us the chance like forces us to tell her where we're at and what we want so I think it's um yeah, it's important to actually kind of force people to have that opportunity rather than it just being an open thing. Yeah. Those type of meetings are really important as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, what the things we've been discussing over the last couple of minutes actually loop back around to our they quote, yeah. to the quote at the beginning. Yeah. You know, who would have thought that two and a half thousand years ago a philosopher would have said 
be, you know, had a quote around the challenges of the younger generation. Yeah. We wouldn't have thought every time I talk about that quote, people say, oh, you know, probably it was a baby boomer talking about a why. Yeah, it's a pretty a, crazy quote. It's a crazy <laughs> quote, right? Yeah, and hopefully our kids, hopefully our next gens aren't tyrannising their teachers. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. you're, you are one. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, you know, just that whole perspective of, gee, they're hard to get along with and, you know, yeah. they think different to me and that sort of thing. And I think it's, you know, having that ability for all of the generations in the workplace to work together and actually accept that other people, other generations bring value Definitely. Um, and different perspective, yeah. um, that's going to differentiate our businesses and our organisations for the future. Yeah, so I want to say... Thank you Thanks. for coming and talking to me today. No worries. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate you coming along and sharing your insights. Um, so I hope every I hope listeners you've enjoyed hearing from um, Jesse Myers today. Gen Y extraordinaire, juggling multiple jobs, <laughs> juggling university, juggling self-employment. Um, sounds busy. Um, so can I ask you, I, I hope you can join us for our next episode when we're going to be chatting with a gentleman by the name of Mark White, who is a careers advisor for high school students at um, Hastings Secondary College in Port Macquarie, New South Wales. He's working with our current Gen Zs to prepare them for the workplace and build their work readiness so they'll be valuable, valuable contributors to our workplaces and our communities. If you've enjoyed the episode so far, please find and like us on Facebook at Dare to Care to find out when we post additional podcasts and other cool information and insights. We'd love your comments or reviews of the podcast there. And please don't forget to give us a five-star rating review on your podcast software of choice. This is really helpful for us and we love that you are sharing the love. So thanks for your time and bye until next week. Thanks, Miss Jessie. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Dare to Care podcast. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or find out more about HR Culture and Dare to Care by going to hrculture.com.au. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 